to do far exceedingly, abundantly above. So in 2016, we need to look up and stop looking out and stop looking in. We need to look up. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And God, at the end of the day, it's us looking at you, the author, the finisher, and the sustainer of our faith. And the Bible says, who for the joy, God, you had joy going to the cross because you understood what it was going to do. You, you had joy dying in our place. You had joy being buried. You, have, you had joy getting up on the third day. Thank you, Jesus. God, we pray that you move the preacher out of the way, convict, convince, if need be, convert. Speak through your word to us in this new year. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn your neighbor and say, neighbor, he's excellent. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Glory. 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 Hallelujah. Bless his name. My job and the job of ministry is not for you to look at me. It's for me to have you look at him. Can I get a witness? Now unto him who's able. We greet you this morning and we thank the Lord for the ministry of dance, the ministry of song, and now the ministry of the word. Praise his name. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. This morning we'll be in Joshua chapter 1, Joshua, the fifth book in the Old Testament, Joshua chapter 1, and I want to uh, kind of, before I interpret, I like to interrogate, before I interrogate, I like to do some observation and bring an application to your attention, amen. In Joshua chapter 1, I want you to follow with me. First, verse 11, God is telling Joshua, pass through the host and command the people, saying, prepare you victuals, for within three days, don't forget that, you shall pass over. Just turn to your neighbor and say, pass over. And then in chapter 1, verse 2, go back up, my servant, my, 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 Moses, my servant, is dead, now therefore... Arise, go over this Jordan, you and all his people. And in the Hebrew, that is also a passing over. And then in chapter 3, verse 17, I want you to see this. Amen. And it says, And the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on the ground in the midst of the Jordan, and all the Israelites did what? Pass over. Do you hear that? And, and, and then, hallelujah, in chapter uh, 4 and verse 1, and it came to pass when all the people were clean, pass over. Don't miss that. And then in chapter 4, verse 23, follow with me now. Amen. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of Jordan from before you until you were what? Passed over. Amen. This morning, my operative sea is crossing over crossing over and whenever God repeats something it has major relevance crossing over mm. the new year is a new beginning a new blessing and a new blossoming as adjustments are made to one's biblical direction. The new year depicts a new attitude, a new action plan, and a new arrival. That crossing over is a biblical term which denotes new challenges, 
defines new changes and describes new channels of leaving the old and entering into the new. Much of our difficulty is because we're like that man in John chapter 5. We can't seem to get up, take our beds, and walk. All right. We are paralyzed with ourselves. And in this context, the ability, amen, to... Uh, remember some things, forget other things, and accept new things. Challenge to many of us. Inevitably, in the 2016, there's going to be new commitments and new confidences, and yes, new crisis. Uh, our struggles with crossing over is our God-led ability change our strategies and adopt a new mindset. Me meaning, meaning that when we come to this juncture, instead of resolutions, we, we need a different kind of resolve. Okay, Lord, uh, this year I want to step out on the good foot. I want to make changes in my life operative changes. Amen. Because I want to affect my outcome. If you don't make any operative or operational changes, the outcome is not affected. Do I have a witness? One, one of the things I try to do as pastor is that I, I do not accept mediocrity. I, I want excellence because excellence determines outcome. And it's the product that we're concerned about. The end product, and and so one of the things that uh, that I do personally is I just won't accept mediocrity, and you can get ticked off all you want. I ain't accepting it, and you saw it this morning when y'all sit up there. Hey, 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 hey. No, no, kill it. I didn't come here to waste my time. Can I get a witness? We're gonna stop. I'm gonna sit down. We're gonna start it over again. Something's wrong. In the name of Jesus, can I get a witness? And 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 that mindset. I think God honors that we are not just caught up in a traditional roller coaster. Can I get a witness? Well, church starts at this time, it's over at this time, and I'm going to the mall, and I'm going to go out to dinner, and ah, no, 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 no. This is God's time. This is not your time. This is God's time. It was, in fact, it was God's time when he woke you up this morning. Can I get a witness? And started you on your way, and is blaspheming to sit there and try to plan out the rest of your day when the word and the music is going forth. Can I get a witness? You, you might not make it out the door. You might have a heart attack in the aisle trying to get out of here. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and the fact of the matter is we got to take worship more serious. Do I have a witness? We got we to gotta put worship where worship is. This, is. this is God's time. You'll be on a man's time tomorrow. Can I get a witness? And guarantee you, you won't be late for work, even though you come late for church. You won't be late for work. Oh, somebody need to preach it. You, can I get a witness? You ain't coming in uh, work after the offering, you, in the name of Jesus. Fact, fact of the matter is, is that um, when we look at this book of Joshua, it is a perfect point of departure. It is a powerful dependence upon God a personal dedication to his principles and purposes. And Joshua, whose name means Oshia, O-S-H-E-A, in the Hebrew, which means salvation, Moses changed his name to Jeshua, or Joshua, which means Jehovah is salvation. And, 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 and when you begin to look at this book of Joshua, he, he was a slave in Egypt, and uh, this is his resume. He was Moses' minister, and, and, and Joshua was a military man. Uh, unlike Moses, Moses was, listen, a prophet, a priest, and an administrator. Not a king, an administrator. Moses had the highest position in the Bible outside of Jesus. He could walk into God's presence anytime, Lord, without an offering. 
Moses could just pull back the curtain and walk in and talk to God. Can I get a witness? Anybody else try that, God will kill them. Isn't that right? And, 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 and God, God, God says in this text, Moses, my servant, is dead. Great man, after you do your 30, 40 years of mourning, then I want you to rise, take these people and go. And the resume of Joshua is diametrically different than the resume of Moses. That Joshua was a military man. Joshua was a warrior. Joshua was a general. Um, Joshua cut your head off. Joshua was fighting Amalek in Exodus 17. Joshua was in the valley fighting when Moses, her, and Aaron, they were holding his arms up to pray. Joshua was a bad boy. Joshua was no joke. And, and, and this, this Joshua, the Bible says he was Moses' minister. And when we look at the five books of Moses, what we call the Pentateuch or the Torah, the first five books Moses wrote, and, and then here comes the historicity, the history and the conquest stage. The history begins in the book of Joshua. Here's the history of, of all Israel. And it's interesting that in this conquest stage, God was telling Joshua, I'm sending you into, listen, the promised land. His resume was excellent. He was one of the two faithful spies, him and Caleb that went in under Moses and came back with a faithful report. Can I get a witness? And, and uh, Joshua, Joshua, Joshua was not only a, 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 a faithful spy and a military leader, but, but, but God had told uh, Joshua to go in and kill all the inhabitants of the land. Now, now let me stop uh, part and pause because if you don't understand the historicity of scripture, you, you, you might leave here thinking the wrong thing about God. God had already warned these nations back in Genesis 15. They were, listen, they were ungodly. They were heathenistic. Amen. They, 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 they were demonic. And, and God gave them a chance to repent. And they didn't repent. And, and what God wanted Joshua to do, wipe them out so that, listen to this, they don't influence you. Let me stop starting. Let me, let me let me stop parking. Pause here. The culture of this world is wicked, and folk that are saved and in the church cannot get caught up in this culture, because you'll start acting like them, you'll start reasoning like them. Amen. A -a Amen. You'll start duplicating their sins. The Bible says, "Come out from among." Do I have a witness? Hey, in, the, in the name of Jesus. So, so one of the things that God was concerned about was them being influenced. And we can be so quickly influenced by the world. The hedonism. All of the sexual saturations we see on TV. It's a mess. Can I get a witness? That, 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 that God wants us uh, in this word... And the problem in the church is that the word of God is no longer the authority. What becomes the authority are, listen to this, here's what they do on TV. They take consensus to see how many people will agree with them. So what do you think about men with men and women with women? Well, I don't have any problem with it. Well, 80% of the consensus says that there's nothing wrong with this. Can I get a witness? And God is saying, I don't care about no consensus. You better listen to my word. Can I get a witness? So the word of God becomes the authority, not pastor, not Kent, not the choir, not these preachers, but the word of God. Do I have a witness? For thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And you're not going to go to every church and get the word. You ain't getting the word. I don't want to step on this person's toes because they one of my top tithers. I don't, I don't want to step on that person's toes because I know what they into. Oh, no, we're going to step. And the Cinderella rule is if the shoe fits, wear it. This conquest stage, snapshot of purposes, principles, 
processes and procedures. The purposes are to bring God's promises to God's people, the promises of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, you are only a Jew if your lineage was born through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not Abraham and Isaac, because Esau was an Edomite. He was, a, he, was, he was Jacob's twin, but he wasn't a Jew. Uh, Jacob had 12 sons and a daughter. Remember that? They were the 12 tribes of Israel. So in order in the Old Testament for me to be a Jew, I had to be born lineage-wise through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I had to come out of one of the 12 sons of Jacob. Do I have a witness? That declared me, amen, to be a Jew. Praise the name of Jesus. And, 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 and so when you look at... This, these principles, these principles, they are here to mature and perfect the people. And, and, and let me stop starting part because um, Joshua, listen to this. Now I'm going to do some teaching. Joshua and Ephesians fit like hand and glove. Are y'all with me? Both deal with a believer's inheritance. Amen. And... And when I talk about the believer's inheritance, our inheritance is in Christ. The word covenant simply means will. The Old Testament will, the Old Testament covenant was the work of Moses at Sinai. The, Old, the New Testament covenant was grace unto Jesus Christ. Grace and truth. So when, when, when we begin to look at this matter of, of, of this book, this book there, there are some significant things here that you must understand in order to understand not only the principles, but the, the entire uh, pathway that God is uh, choosing. And, and, and so, uh, real quickly, God gives over processes. Now, let me stop, because God is talking about passing over. Passing over denotes, listen, whenever I pass over, I'm leaving something. I'm going through something. Look at this preposition, and I'm going into something. Are y'all getting that? And in other words, when I finish preaching this sermon, in your mind and in your heart, you ought to have left something. You ought to be entering into something. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that when God deals with prepositions, prepositions are directional, he never stops with one preposition. If God saved me from, from, preposition, from hell, he's taking me to heaven. Are y'all getting me? It, yeah, yeah, you'll get it on the way home. If God is pulling me ek, out of something, he's taking me, here's another preposition, into something else. You cannot be pulled out and you just, uh, in suspended animation. If God saved you from, he's saving you to. If God pulled you out of, ek, he's taking you into. Do I have a witness? And, 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 so, and so, child of God, when we begin to look at this matter of the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey, fertile land, does not denote heaven. It's where battles and blessings are. Keep that in mind. Battles, I got to fight by faith to get my inheritance. Battles and blessings. Go into the land, and when you get in there, you got to fight. I've already given it to you, but you got to fight. Now, uh, metaphorically, it means I got to clean something up I've got to deal with something in me before I can have God's inheritance uh, 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 that this matter of the promised land battles and blessings Hmm. that the language in this text deals with in Exodus 14 on turn they had they were under the Passover 
Remember Moses said, everybody get a lamb for your house and kill, kill, kill a lamb and take the blood in the basin and take hyssop, a sponge, and go outside and, 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 put, and, and, and put something on a doorpost and the lintel, which formed a cross. And then at 12 o'clock when the deaf angel comes through, and he's coming through, when I see the blood, here it is, I'll pass over. Passover is definitive of salvation. That God brought us out of Egypt, out of the world. Can I get away? The problem in the church, too many of us just glad to be out of the world. We're glad that we're going to heaven and that's it. That's where your spiritual life stops. But you're lost in the wilderness. Lord have mercy. Oh no, you're not going to hell when you die. If you save, if you believe that Jesus died in your place, was God's only begotten son, was buried and rose again. Oh, if you ask Christ into your life, you're going to heaven. But the problem is you're living in hell while you on earth. Because you're lost in the wilderness. The word wilderness means a place of instruction. That's why Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, I didn't give all this out this morning. He said, all were under the cloud. All did eat of that manna. All, he keeps using the word all, but God was not pleased with all of them because they lost their way in the wilderness. Amen. And you better look at 1 Corinthians 10 to see what God mentions. Temptations, their filth, their faith, their fellowship, God says they got messed up in this wilderness getting into a position of inheritance. So there are Christians who come to church every Sunday and they just happy they going to heaven. But you ain't trying to do nothing to your spiritual life while you're on earth. You messed up. You're just as bad as them folk out there in the world. Can I get a witness? Oh, let, let, me, let me make this clear. I, I didn't come out of sin because sin stopped feeling bad. Stopped, sin stopped feeling good. Y'all get quiet all you want. I didn't stop fornicating. I didn't stop getting high. I didn't stop partying because I got tired of all that. That's a lie from the pit. You, you know what happened? God performed an operation. God took this logos. He took this word. Hey, he took this word and he started applying the word to my heart and to my mind and to my soul and things I used to do. Uh, come on now. I wish I had a witness up in there. I, I didn't want to do anymore. Places I used to go, I didn't want to go anymore. Well, who did that? The Holy Ghost. Won't the Holy Ghost come in? Won't he clean you up? Won't he turn you around? Won't he plant your feet on a solid ground? Won't he put a new song in your mouth? Even praise. Yeah. And, 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 and so we got Christians that still got diets in the world. Mm. And you're miserable. Because you're fighting two enemies. You're fighting God and Satan. Can I get a witness? At least get one of them two on your side. <laughs> Child of God, I want you to see this. Amen. That uh, <laughs> Joshua lays out the crossing, chapters 1 to 5. It's a commissioning of Joshua, chapter 1. A covenant with Rahab, chapter 2. By the way, Rahab was a harlot, and she's in the lineage of Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord have mercy. How can a harlot be in the roots of Jesus Christ? Easy. Because everything's by grace. Can I get a witness? The commission was chapter 1. The, the, the covenant was chapter 2, the crossing of the Jordan, 3 and 4, and the circumcision at Gilgal, chapter 5. That, that was all in the crossing contextually. And then the conquering, 6 to 12, chapter 6 to 12, deals with three major campaigns. The, amen. The, 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 uh, the uh, cent central campaign, the southern, the northern, and defeating of the kings. And then the claiming took place, listen, the claiming of the promises in chapter 13 through 24. Now, wait a minute. The crossing, the conquering, and the claiming. The problem is there's no claiming until there's conquering. There's no conquering until there's crossing. Can I get a witness? Uh, what's laid before us today is that we got to cross over for God to bless us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And when the Lord really gets in your heart, you lose desires and you lose friends. Uh-oh. I was out the military two years. My buddies came around, rang on my bell, man. I, I looked through the blind, about five of them. What's up, man? What you doing tonight? I said, laying low. I was just like, y'all, I ain't want to say I was saved. I'm laying low. Just laying low. What do you mean you laying low? Come on, man, get dressed. Let's go out. Hey, by the way, you got any joint up in here? No, man, I got any joint. What? You got any liquor? No, what? And, and, and when I finally came out, I said, look, man, I got saved. They said, what? And guess what happened? In time, I still loved them, but I couldn't hang with them guys anymore. Oh, I'm messing up in here tonight, dog. I couldn't. I, we, we couldn't be road buddies anymore because we had two different diets. Are y'all, are y'all praying with me? Yeah, two, two, two totally different diets. And, and, and child of God, I want to, I want to, I want to. Oh, Lord, I want to, 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 I want to. Tell you about that funeral yesterday, man. I, folks started getting out the hearse and getting out of cars, and we started hugging and crying. And I was looking at some of them young ladies I grew up with in South Philly, and I said, thank you, Jesus. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Thank, thank you, Jesus. Some of them had so much stuff on. I said, boy, if they take this stuff off, I don't know what I'm going to be left with. Thank you, Jesus. I was praising God on the payment. Isn't the Lord good? <laughs> and you know what? You praise God too. The ones you were interested in, thank God he didn't let you get them married to them. Hallelujah. Y'all can, y'all can act funny up in here now. I know, I know, I know you think you got problems now. God, God, listen, God detoured a whole lot of stuff. Didn't he detour a whole lot of stuff? Y'all ain't got to say amen. I'll say amen for you. Can I get a witness? God is good. And God had your best interest before you were born. God called into existence something out of nothing. So I come home, and sister go and said, I fell off a chair, and she started living. I said, oh, Lord, another one? <laughs> she good, she good, she's good, she's good. She, she's flexible, she's flexible, flexible. Flexibility is a strength. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I want to suggest four things will get out your way. Four critical crossovers to our blessings in 2016. First, we need a crossover of faith. Faith. God desires our steps of faith going forth. Going forth into this year, amen, will not be evident by our sight and our feelings. God wants us to enter a new environment with a new encouragement with a new exit from the past into the future with a new faith. Are you with me? There, there is a new commission. Moses, my servant, is dead, verse 2 to 9. And now you rise after your morning. Rise, get up, and move on. We see, we see a new command. His, his encouragements, look at chapter 1, verse 3 to 9. Real quick, he promises land, 2 to 4. I'm going to give you the land. He promises his presence, verse 5. Let me, let me stop. We got to learn to practice his presence. You know what Jesus said? Jesus said, it's expedient that I go away. See, he had localized himself with disciples. If he was in Jerusalem, he couldn't have been in Bethany. He was restricted in his God-man. Are you with me? If, if he was in Philippi, Caesarea, he could not have been in Bethany. He could not have been in Jerusalem. He said, look, it's expedient that I get out of here because when I go, I'm going to send the Holy Ghost, and he's everywhere at the same time. 
Do I have a witness? And, 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 so, and so, child of God, we, we need to practice his presence in 2016. What do you mean by that? Well, Lord, I don't see you, I don't feel you, and I don't audibly hear you. But I know you're with me. Practicing his presence. When you're driving down the street, when you're at work, when you're in your car, when you're cooking, the, he's here with me. talks about a promise of a land, the promise of his presence, and the promise of God's assurances. Look at verses 1 to 3. Look at the verbs real quick. I have, I do give, verse 2. I have given, verse 3. To this people, verse 6, shall I divide, I've already given it to you. Faith tells us that we've got to know that God has already supplied our every need. And you know the biggest enemy of faith is fear. The antithesis. Fears come up. Past failures come up. It interferes with our faith. In 2016, you and I have to practice the crossover of faith. We have to move out with steps of faith. I just believe God. I don't believe my education, don't believe my degrees, don't believe, amen, what people think about me. I believe God. God has got to be the, the object of our faith. Can I get a witness? And he's telling him, listen, you got to get up, rise, move out, step up by faith. Faith is something things hope for, the evidence things not seen. If you can see it, it's not faith. If you can feel it, it's not faith. If you can touch it, it's not faith. Faith is believing. Can I get a witness? And, and, and child of God, I want you to see this leadership of Joshua, amen, uh, uh, in, in, in chapter 1, beginning in verse 10. Uh, first, in verse 9, God, listen, communicates with Joshua. Now stop. For those of you who think you are good managers and good leaders, let me wake you up. There's a, there's a vast difference between managing and leadership. <laughs> a leader has got to hear from God and he formulates a vision. Verse 10. God gave me this vision in 1987. For this church. So you think because you joined in 1997, I'm supposed to change my vision? You out of your military mind. No, God already gave me the vision. I got the vision. And people got problems with authority. They can't follow visionaries. They want to bring their vision into your vision. And expect you to accept their vision. I ain't accepting it. I got my own vision. Can I get a witness? And, and my vision has come to fruition. Can I get a witness? The fact of the matter is, God spoke to Joshua vision Joshua then turned around and spoke to the leaders vitality in the multitude of counsel there's wisdom and safety are you with me and then the leaders communicated with the people yeah amen and and and, and so when you look at this you got to know when a leader has got to have voice, vision, vitality, confront venom. Yeah. And, 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 and the fact of the matter is, is that a, a good leader leads from the front, not from the rear. There's some things in this church I'll never delegate. But why don't you dang delegate? I, first of all, you only delegate stuff you can run in and save something when it starts failing. I don't put my back in nobody's lap. Military taught me that, Doc. Can I get a witness? Anyway, well, I don't pass it. I ain't no. You delegate. You, you know, when you get to church, you delegate everything. I ain't following that. I I need to 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 know that as a leader in this branch of Zion. There are certain things nobody, nobody in this church is going to be delegated to because I need the assurance to know it's going to be done right. 
And all you can do is tell me, I'm sorry, Pastor. I, 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 sorry, I ain't never fixed nothing. Can I get a witness? Amen. No, no, no. I ain't delegating everything. So there's some people that think that delegation is a great strength. And it is in some circles. I don't mind micromanaging if I have to. I, I'm going to go in and I'm going to fix it. Then I'm going to get rid of you for messing it up. Can I get a witness? You, you need to understand that we, we even think different. Praise the name of Jesus. The fact of the matter is, is that Joshua was a leader. He was out front. He wasn't in the back. He wasn't delegating everything. He, he was taking God at his word. And, and it, there comes a time when you delegate to people, but your delegation to people should never be, amen, the entire program, amen, into their hands. God didn't give you the program to put in somebody else's hands. It's in the Bible. Thought I'd throw that in parenthetically. In the name of Jesus. Why? Because we're going to keep things safe. Amen? And, 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 and I don't see nobody else's name in this first chapter. Do you? I see Moses dead. I see God and Joshua. If you pick up another name in the first chapter, please come and educate me. It ain't in there. It ain't in there. Because one of the things we must learn, children of God, is that God does things without mistake. Praise God. In the name of Jesus. There, there is a, there is a, now I, I didn't say everything. I, you know, cut the lights on, cut the heat up. I, you know, we delegate. I ain't delegating everything. I'm not going to sit at home and let somebody else run this church. That ain't happening. You got the wrong personality, Doc. I'm military. Successful military. And the fact of the matter is, is that by the grace of God, the vision for this church is the exaltation of Jesus. And the education of his people. Can I get a witness? And I will never put myself in a position that we do anything else. No politics. Come on now. No bingo. No bus trips. We, we ain't fun with all that. So if that's what you're waiting for, just keep waiting. Hold your breath. Turn red and blue on me. God bless you. It ain't happening. The fact of the matter is, we're here for one purpose, and that's him. And when God can trust you with his glory, then he will bless you. Can I get a witness? He will bless you, bless you, bless you, and bless you again when he knows he's got first place in the name of Jesus. And y'all ain't got to say, man, look at the clock. I'll be all right. I'm going to watch football. Look at this. Look, look at chapter 3, a crossover from filth. Uh-oh. First, a crossover of faith. That's our steps. Now, chapter 3, a crossover from filth. Now, uh, they got quiet in here this morning. Ain't going to get quiet again. God does not bless mess. I'm sick of it. You slick. You bringing all them slick ways in the church. Yeah, yeah. Let me just talk about it. You, 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 you're hoovering over dirt. You got secret, uh, all kind of secret stuff going on. And you are dumb enough to think God don't see it. He sees a black hill on a black ant, a black ant on a black hill on a black night. Hmm. My God today. That this separation from filth is called sanctification. And, and, and by the way, when you go home, read Psalm 32 because the psalmist David acknowledged his sins, confessed his sins. And it wasn't until David repented, changed his ways, that God came along in Psalm 32 and said, Now I will instruct you. I will teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Your guidance has something to do with you and I being clean. Oh, no, I'm not. Chapter 3. Chapter 3, verse 1. Come on now, they came to the Jordan. They were lodging there. They were ready to pass over. And then God commanded, amen, about the ark. The ark was the presence of God. 
There, there, is a, <laughs> there is a liberation, verses 1 to 5. Amen. The, ark, the word ark is used 10 times in this text. The, there, there's a leading, 6 to 8. Joshua had, Joshua was magnified because he was leading the people in liberation. All glory goes to God, but when you are a faithful servant, God will magnify you. You don't need to magnify yourself. God will magnify you. You, you, don't, you don't need to etch your uh, uh, a reputation. God will magnify you. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so there is a leading, there is a lifting that the Lord be magnified. There is a living that the word would be verified. Don't miss this. This is powerful stuff, man. Let me tell you why we struggle with being clean. And, and I'm not talking about perfection because I ain't perfect. And there are dirt spots in my life that the Lord is still working on. But God demands cleanliness of heart, motive, will. God is sitting back watching everything. One of the things I had said to myself in 1987 when I came here, I will not allow myself to be dishonest, no character, dirt on my hands, hooking, crooking, shucking and jiving, peeping and hiding. I ain't doing it. I know how to do all that. I did it in the world. I can lose some of y'all go around the block. I'm from South Philly. Y'all from Williamstown. You kidding me? I can lose you, go around, put on a Jimmy Walker wig and get in a Volkswagen. You know, I, I can lose you, go around the block. You look me right now and say, is that pastor? No, I ain't him. I know how to be slick. But my point is, if I'm living a life where I'm saying God knows everything. He knows who's in your phone. He knows who's in your emails. Uh, let me come on out the pulpit. He knows who you're texting. He, come on now. He, he knows everything. Don't he know everything? He knows everything. No, not Verizon, not Sprint, but God. He knows everything. And he knows what you're up to. Can I get a witness? God demands, listen, that we separate from filth. If you're married, stay with your mate. Don't be coming to church looking across the church. You went down the aisle with him. In the name of Jesus. This ain't a land of housewives. Come up in here with that stuff. God, God is a God. Uh, you, you know, and, and, and see, I listen. When I'm in the mall, people come up to me, all races. You real hard on this. You real hard on that. I say, I ain't hard to preach the word. And I'm going to preach the word. And I'm not going to apologize for preaching the word. And I'm not going to deviate from preaching the word. You can sit out there and look mad all In fact, I might preach harder because you're looking mad. You don't like that joke? Here, take this. Yeah. Preach harder. Well, here we go. Now, don't we struggle being separated and sanctified from filth? I know I do. Everything I did in the world is still lodged in my conscience. And, 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 and we got to fight every day. Come on now. We got to fight every day to stay clean. Don't we have to fight to stay clean? Don't, don't we have to fight to stay pure? Don't we have to fight to keep our minds on him? Y'all can't even say, man, it's all right. We got to fight. The good fight of faith. Lord, it's not easy living this life. It's not easy looking at a beautiful woman and not lusting in your heart. It's not easy looking at a nice, fine man and lusting. It's not easy. 
planning and plotting about how to get more money. It's not easy about complaining about the marriage and I wish I never did it and I, I'm sorry I ever married them and I, it's not easy. Join the club. But God says, uh-uh, you ain't crossing over until there's a separation from filth. Do I have a witness? Y'all ain't got to say man. Now, child of God, the fact of the matter is, and whatever you into that God disagrees with, you better come out. Well, you can forget him blessing you. It's not happening. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Chapter 3. <sighs> Sanctification from filth. My God. How many years it took me and it's taking me not to participate with filth. It's a struggle. Isn't it a struggle, brothers? All you brothers in here that struggle with staying pure and filth, stand on your feet. Stand up. Stand up. There you go. 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 Now, now, now listen. Now, now that we know you're struggling, I want you to sign up for the men's retreat when you go out there, okay? Because, listen, uh, the, fact, the fact that that was a great commercial, wasn't it? The fact, the fact of the matter is, we got to, <laughs> well, we can work this crowd, can't we? We got, listen, we got, we got an ex-Philadelphia Eagle, Cedric Brown, who's a pastor. He's the keynote at the men's retreat. We're going to talk about manhood. Did any of these guys stand? Did, did y'all stand? If they didn't stand, I don't want them back me. They might be thinking about something else. But anyway, moving right on. Look at, look, look at this. Fact of the matter is, he, he talks about sanctification. See, see, listen. A man is excited by what he sees. A woman is excited by how she feels. So a man don't even have to know a woman here. Woo! So y'all sisters got to use your Maybelline and you know, you got to hook yourself up. You just can't, can't get up in the morning talking about, hey, dog. You know, you got you to gotta put something on. A couple holding this church to say it's wrong for women to wear makeup. There ain't no way in the Bible. Makeup is good stuff. Can I get a witness? Just don't cake, just don't cake it on. Well, we got a dust wall up in here, but uh, uh, Kim, 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 Kim knows how to make people up. Get your hair fried. Get your hair done. Do something. Get a piece. Put it on. Do something. In the name of Jesus. Nobody wants to see all them naps. Look, man. Put something on your head, Doc. That'll be your covering. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. So, so he's talking about a, <laughs> I'm going to hear about this one. He's talking about a separation from filth. Mm. And then third, he's talking about stones of God's faithfulness. Chapter 4, 1 to 8. I'm, I'm in Harry now. Uh, the memorial of faith, the memory of fact, and the movement of freedom. What is, here, here's what God said. All right, Joshua. Now that you're going to step out by faith, the Jordan River is flowing, it is flooded, and it's flooded, and you can't get across the way it is. See, when we cross over, we got some difficulties to face. Can I get a witness? And he says, uh, 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 but when you step out on faith, first you're going to put the priest's feet with the ark in the water, and once the priest's feet hit the water, the water's going to recede to let you across. That means God's got to be first. Not you. You can't just step out and talk about you can swim. No, God's got to be first when you use steps of faith. And then when you guys get circumcised, can I get a witness? And he's talking about sanctification from your filth, confession for your sins. And then he's talking about some stones of God's faithfulness. Boy, as you're going across this Jordan, tell the 12 tribes, each tribe, to put a stone in the water. What are the stones? Yeah, they're memorials. 
We call them landmarks. Can I get a witness? Landmarks mean I, I, I have to remember from whence God bought me from. Do I have a witness? And child of God, let me tell you something, and I don't care how much y'all frown, the Lord has been good to me. Can I get a, I lost loved ones, they in glory, but the Lord has been good to me. I'm on borrowed time. I should have been dead long time ago. And can I get a witness? But when I think about the goodness of Jesus and, and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. But wait a minute, preacher. Why do I have to give thanks? Because God wants you to give thanks for what he's already done. Before he blesses you with something else. Can I get a witness? Lord, you got me out of college. Lord, you brought me through a troubled marriage. Lord, you, you, you gave me a new job. Lord, my health and strength was failing, but God showed up in the nick of time. Lord, you better give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Sitting up here talking about, well, I know, you know, my children ain't doing too good. Well, at, at least you got children. Do I have a witness? And the Lord is not finished with them yet. Uh, do I have a witness? The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. See, child of God, we don't understand how this thing works. The way this thing works, I keep bothering God. I keep bothering God. I keep blessing God. I keep praying to God. I keep believing God until I see something different. You can't be one and done. That ain't no faith. You gotta pray. You remember in James chapter 5 uh, when he's telling the story of Elijah. Elijah and his servant and, and the land had a famine and the land was dry and Elijah said, boy, run up to that hill and tell me what you see in the sky because Elijah was praying. The servant said, well, I don't see nothing in the sky. He said, keep on looking because I'm going to keep on praying. Didn't he say that? Then he said, boy, go back and look again. And the, and, and, and the servant went up and said, I don't see nothing. Elijah said, let me keep on praying. You got to keep on praying. When everything is busting loose, when things are going to hell, when, when you feel like giving up, you got to keep on praying. He may not come when you want him, but oh, he's right on time. He's an on-time God. You, you got to keep on praying. Then he said, boy, go back to the hill. What do you see now? He said, well, I see a cloud. It's the size of a man's hand. He said, that's it. Let me keep on praying. Uh, thank you, Jesus. You've been mighty good. Thank you, Jesus. He told each tribe to put a stone in the Jordan. 12 stones and then uh, Joshua came past and says put more stones in there. The stones are a reminder of how good God mm -hmm, has been. You see God has been good all the time. And all the time God has been good. In fact God's been good when you didn't even know God was in the neighborhood. Can I get a witness? God has something to do with something you don't even connect him with. Can I get a witness? And, and, and that's why the old folks say, I wonder how I got over. Let me tell you how you got over. Let me tell you why you hair clothed in your right mind. Let me tell you why he snatched you out of hell with smoke still in your garments. Let me tell you why the Lord gave you the victory when the venom was all around you. Can I get a witness? Because God is faithful. Any faithful? He's faithful. Can I get a witness? And he's worthy to be praised. So you need to stop, pause, and start thanking him. Lord, let me thank you from which you bought me from. Let me thank you from where I am. Let me thank you from where I'm going. Oh, yeah, there's some difficulties, but Lord, let me thank you. You're good, Lord. You're good. You're mighty good. You're intrinsically good. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof. I dare you to preach to yourself. I, I dare you to minister to yourself. I dare you to be your own medicine. I dare you to start a praise service in the midst of your problems when all hell is breaking out. I dare you to say thank you. Thank you. 
praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. But finally, we not only need a crossover of our faith and from our filth. Can I get a witness? And because of his faithfulness. But finally, a crossover to the faithful forerunner. Can I get a witness? And for those that don't believe that Jesus is God, this one is for you. Can I get a witness? Joshua's a bad boy. Joshua got his army behind him. He's crossed the swelling Jordan. They're moving towards Jericho. He knows he's about to get into a fight. There's obstacles at Jericho. There are walled cities. There's giants in the land. But Joshua got a sword drawn. And Joshua is in front moving towards Jericho. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes a man on a white horse. Can I get away? They call it a theophany. A theophany is God in the flesh. Uh, do I have a witness? It's the pre-incarnate Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Let me stop, pause, and park. Jesus was in your life before you got saved. Can I get a witness? When you were sitting up in that club, when you passed that dark alley, when you had that stuff up your nose, when you had a needle in your arm, when somebody was ready to do you harm, Jesus showed up. Can I get a witness? That's what makes him worthy. He's not worthy because of what he's doing right now. He's just not worthy because of what he's going to do. He's worthy because he's always been there. Hasn't he been there? He's been there when I didn't know he was there. He's been there when I didn't fathom him to be there. He's been there when I was on my way to hell. And the man comes towards Joshua. And Joshua said, are you for us or are you against us? You better speak quickly. I'm going to take your head off. And the man on the white horse looked at Joshua and said, Nay, but I am. I am. I am. I'm the captain of the host. Do I have a witness? Y'all looking at me funny. In other words, I'm the captain of the host of heaven. I'm the captain of the host of hell. I got all power in my hand. I'm king of kings. I'm lord of lords. I'm the potentate of paradise. I've got power, power, power. Say yeah. Joshua fell on his face. And you and I got to fall on our face. He's first. Can I get a witness? He factors in my victory. Can I get a witness? And then he gave Joshua the secret, don't miss this, of taking over Jericho. If Jesus had not shown up, Joshua got defeated. He said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to march these people, two and a half million, around Jericho six times, six days. And tell them to be quiet. Now can I stop, pause, and part? If next Sunday I was out in the parking lot and said, I want y'all to march around the church and be quiet. Some of y'all would say, who he think he is? All right. My husband only tell me to be quiet. Can I get a witness? But child of God, uh, he, he, he obeyed the Lord's word. And it seemed foolish, didn't it? And God specializes. And taking things foolish to confound the wise. Do a heavy witness. And on the seventh day, march seven times, 13 marches, and blow the trumpet, shout, and the wall's gonna come tumbling down. Can I get a witness? Child of God, God is not gonna give you instructions that make sense to you. God's gonna give you instructions that make sense to Him. Like, wives, submit to your husbands. And respect your husbands. Husbands, love your wives in spite of their mouths. Uh, do I have a witness? Uh, let me close this thing out. Uh, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, you got to do it God's way. Through God's will. 
through God's magnification. And I'm, 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 I'm certain that God would bless you if in 2016 we take steps of faith. Amen. Sanctified from filth. Amen. Stones of his faithfulness. And then submission to the forerunner. I dare you to fall down and worship Jesus. When something happens in your life, um, instead of cussing and fussing, just say, Jesus. There's power in the name. Just say, Jesus. Can I get a witness? Jesus. I said, Jesus. I said, Jesus. Any worthy and every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. The songwriter said they were in heaven shouting and somebody on earth said Jesus. And somebody said Jesus told everybody in heaven hush, hush, somebody's calling my name, hush, hush, somebody's calling my name, say yeah. Four prescriptions for power, four avenues, amen, for you to overcome. That is steps of faith, sanctification from filth, stones of faithfulness, and submission to the forerunner. Lord, not my will, but may thine will be done. And he will fight your battles. Won't the Lord fight your battles? Won't the Lord put you on the street called straight? Won't the Lord bless you? Won't the Lord keep you? Won't the Lord encourage you? Won't the Lord build you up? Won't the Lord give you power? 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 Because one day, 2,000 years ago, as he was at Golgotha, they led him up to a hill called Calvary. They stretched him out. Didn't they stretch him out? They nailed his hands. They put a spear in his side. Can I get a witness? At 9 o'clock in the morning, and at 3 o'clock, he died. Didn't he die? He died till the sun stopped shining. He, he died till the earth stopped reeling and rocking. He died to a Roman centurion said, surely this was the son of God. But this is our hope and scope. But early, I said early, early, early on Sunday morning, uh, he got up. Uh, didn't he get up? Uh, he got up with all power in his hands if you're going to be blessed in 2016 take steps of faith hmm. sanctification from filth stones of faithfulness that's thanking him and then submission to the forerunner Lord I feel crushed I feel messed up but I'm just going to submit to you. And I'm going to keep believing you till I see that cloud in that sky. I'm going to keep believing you till my change comes. I'm going to keep believing you until I'm seated, amen, in a restful position. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. You want to give your life to Christ or you want to join the church, just raise your hands. They want just put your hand in the air. Come on, baby. Come on. Praise Jesus. There another. This is a great time for you to come forward. Come on. Come on, baby. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, darling. Come on, baby. We got you. We got you. Come on. Pass coming down. Come on. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Come back. This, this, is, this is Kenya's sister, right? Amen. Now. Now, when I, when I saw her this morning, I said, you look familiar, because we both from Philly, right? She said, oh, no. I said, no, don't tell me that. I've seen you somewhere before. <laughs> Is there another? You want to be saved? You want to give your life to Christ? You want to join the church? Best church in the world. Come on. Come on. Step out. Come on. In the name of Jesus. Praise Jesus. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Lord. Is there another? Come on. Come on. Step out. Step out. Balcony, you want to come? 
Step out. Step out. Just step out. Give your life to Christ. Join our church. Come on. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. And let me say this to you. God's word cannot come back void. He's given you the picture, the principles. He's given you the procedures for a blessed year. We walk by faith and not by sight. Steps of faith. What's the second one? What's the second one? Sanctification or separation from what? From filth. We got to live right, saints. And that's a process, isn't it? Isn't it? What's the third thing? Stones of his faithfulness. We got to thank him for what he's already done. Why should he give you more and you haven't thanked him for what he's already done? And then the last one is submission to the forerunner. We submit to Jesus. In his lap is our entire life. From end to beginning, we're trusting him and him alone to work it out. Is there another? Praise God. Thank you so much. Can you go with these preachers? Thank you. Church, come on. Let's get a Lord a hand clap. Come on. Come on. Praise God. Praise the Lord. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, if you've got any sense, you'll pass over. You'll cross these four areas in order to be blessed. Wednesday, we have core. Um, Deacon Johnson, I want you to get with Tamika and uh, Audris. We're going to have chosen on Wednesdays. We love you. Pastor loves you with all his heart. Let's look to the Lord. Father, thank you for your unadulterated word. And God, it shows us that you have principles that must be met if we are to be blessed. Thank you for the principles that's in your word. Show us our inheritance that we may claim it. Oh God, that we may cross over into it. In the name of Jesus. Bless your people. Bless every family and sound of my voice. As we leave this place, but never your presence. And give us a hunger and a thirst to read your word in 2016. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm crossing over. God bless you. Oh, they go Chip Kelly. How you doing?